0: Hi, this is Anne George, recording from Planet Nine. I'm going to talk about remote Reiki tonight. It's the best way to really get started, I think, with the topic of energy healing, remote energy healing. So this is remote Reiki with me. <laughs> I am a, attuned to the master level and have been since the late 90s. So I have a lot of experience working in human energy systems and with Reiki in particular. So if you've ordered an a Reiki session with me, you're going to tell me exactly where you're going to be when I send you Reiki. This is very important. You need to be where you say you're going to be for your Reiki session. And that's part of how remote Reiki is possible. We make a lot of agreements. And one of the first is location. Another agreement that has to be made for Reiki to succeed is the time of day. Uh, we have to agree on time zones and the time of day you want to receive your Reiki. I really suggest that you do it in the late evening, or oh, maybe for some it would be the early evening. Basically, the best time to have Reiki is when there's nothing that you're going to have to do afterwards, at least for an hour or two. Everyone's response to Reiki is quite different. Some people get very relaxed, some people fall asleep, which is wonderful. But, you know, you have to be careful that you're not going to go driving or operate heavy equipment right after Reiki, especially if it's your first one, because we don't really know how it's going to affect you. As well, part of the beauty of healing is if you can rest and relax and enjoy the experience. You know, it's much nicer, I think, to have a good massage and then lay about as opposed to jump in the car and drive home. So too, with Reiki, you really can't relax and lie about because you're probably gonna receive Reiki in your home. So let's see, we've talked about the agreement of time, the agreement of location, and now I'm trying to talk about the agreement of not doing anything that might be dangerous, certainly during your Reiki, no driving, for sure, (laughs) driving. But, you know, you can do almost anything else. Relax, listen to music, talk with friends, watch television. You know, uh, you don't have to be mentally focused on what's going to happen. We're not on the phone with one another uh, because it's not really necessary for our voices to connect for me to send you uh, energy healing. It's just necessary that I know where and when, and of course, who you know is going to be receiving. Some some Reiki masters like a photo. I don't require one, but you're welcome to send one along if you like. My photo's on the web, so I'm pretty easy to see. I, I really look like my photo, uh, most, most always. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to move on to the next part of the talk. One second, please. Now, the next part of explaining is a little bit more difficult because I'm going to talk about about what it's like for me as best I can. And one of the blessings and the troubles of sending Reiki and talking about Reiki is we don't really have a standardized language uh, to talk about what happened. You know, our descriptors vary from healer to healer. But when I get ready to send you Reiki, you know, that's a meditative state for me. And the process of opening... The door of time and distance is a meditative practice, and Reiki masters have been attuned to be able to do this very special thing, which is to, to find you, energetically find you wherever you are, and to direct the flow of Reiki to you wherever you are. So the more often a person does uh, distance healing, the better they are at sending uh, to their client. So... I can't really explain how it happens, but what I do is I open the door of time and distance so that Reiki can find you and I can direct Reiki to flow to you. And that's how the session starts. So in the beginning, I, and I do take notes throughout the whole, um, the whole session, in the beginning there's that aspect of connection. Now, if a person is really not able to receive at their appointment time, unwilling, their energy bodies are erratic, frozen, resistant, you know, not open to Reiki, that's really clear to me. So Reiki's never forced. If at the time of Reiki you're, for any reason, unable or unwilling to receive that blow, Reiki just won't happen. I won't force it. Uh, Sometimes, you know, we'll come back later. Sometimes the energy body will will rethink their rejection of the energy flow of Reiki and go, oh, oh, wait just a minute. (laughs) Please turn that back on. And And I'll hear you do that if it happens right away. You know, but usually for the first session, most people are ready to receive, want to receive. And so that process of connecting is something that I document. Sometimes Reiki will go to the auric shell. Sometimes the crown chakra, sometimes the spleen chakra. It all depends on what's going on with, with you, the person who's receiving healing. And this is where Reiki gets very, very uh, uh, much a blessing. It's a blessing because we don't we're not limited with energy medicine. We're not limited to healing the physical body only. You know we go to the doctor for our knee or our stomach or our eye and there's one it's wonderful that we can do that and it's wonderful that there are so many specialists who can help but reiki can work with your emotional self your water body it can work with your physical body the earth element of uh, human beings It can work with your spiritual nature it can work really with uh the seven etheric layers out all the chakras, major and minor chakras. I'm not fluent in expressing healing in the meridian uh, language. You know, I use the chakra language, but Reiki can address everything. And that's what's really beautiful about it, is that uh, all kinds of uh, obstacles um, can be removed. Um, Still chakras can be open. Uh, Overworked chakras can be calmed it all starts with that first connection. So I'll talk about uh, if the connection was easy, if it was fast, if it was slow, if it was strong, and and how that happened. So it's very gentle. Reiki is going to hear you, listen to you, and approach you uh, in the most useful way. And so you really are the author of the experience because your energy body has knowledge of what's wrong. And what it needs, that's independent of what you think about or what you think the problem is. Of course, you're welcome to tell me the problem and the things that you'd like to address in the session. You know, but Reiki is not limited to what you ask for. And it always uh, does address the things that you need on on one level or another. So that's uh, important to me, that it's a multidimensional healing modality and that the frequencies of Reiki are are very uh, good at adapting and adjusting and responding to the basic needs of human energy systems. Okay, so I'm going to pause on that note. Now I want to talk a little bit about the length of the treatment. If you order Reiki from me, you're going to get a 20-minute session. Um, Now, I mean, you're going to pay for a 20-minute session. It may take 25 or 30 minutes for the Reiki to unfold completely, uh, but you will always get a 20-minute session. And that seems to be just right. Now if you are going to have in-person Reiki treatment, those usually take an hour. And uh, it's lovely to have the experience of being with someone and talking about Reiki while it's happening. For some reason that I I don't pretend to understand, remote Reiki enables everything to work a lot faster. And I think that's because the human beings are not involved at all. We're the energy of mind, energy of Reiki, energy of you know human energy system. Uh, get together and so everything in that way is streamlined streamlined it's very nice so Reiki is going to assess your energy system and that's the first thing that will happen after that almost any combination of healing experiences can occur in general Reiki is going to assess your chakra system To see how that's working. To see uh, which centers are really open, which are still, uh, which are stressed. And your energy body is going to call for frequencies of relief. So there are several frequencies that are the dominant frequencies in Reiki healing. One is the power frequency, which power is a frequency that boosts, strengthens, enhances, restores, builds up stabilizes there's a lot of adjectives that fall under the power umbrella uh, but those are all sort of a yang activities that work to bolster in general bolster aspects of your energy body so that things are vital and functioning very well another one of the major frequencies is the mind-body balance frequency or just balance balance frequency and on that one as it sounds, you know, (laughs) that one, um, helps get things in harmony with each other and, you know, each inner center in harmony with itself. So if you visualize the chakra as a sphere of energy and all kinds of things can be going on in that very sphere, ideally everything is pulsing at the same frequency, in a compatible, strong, sort of balanced way. But sometimes that's not true. And sometimes the center needs to be balanced within itself. And so that will happen. And sometimes an energy center will take the power flow and then the balance flow back to the power flow. And then that center may close out with a peace flow, which is a third frequency that's very commonly used to describe what's going on. And, and peace flow is often used or often uh, happens when there's been stress, tension, pressure, chaos, anxiety, upset on any of the levels, mental, spiritual, physical, or emotional. And that's a frequency that soothes and calms and nurtures and restores again. So if we think about the seven major chakras, Any of them can need one or all of the frequencies, and those centers are then balanced back with one another, and then the central column is cleared, and then the frequencies of the minor chakras are in harmony with the major chakras, and then the aura is cleared and fluffed and nurtured, and the auric shell is strengthened and made flexible. And so those are the simple things. Those are the big descriptors for what goes on in a Reiki session many fine uh, fine tunings of all those um, kinds of events occur and so my job is to take notes pay attention to be mindful to hear to listen so while Reiki does know what it's doing and it does hear what you're asking for having an experienced energy worker united with Reiki is a great advantage because then that, that healer, that listener is going to be able to hear you, your energy body, emotional, spiritual energy body, physical, mental, you know, hear you and not really translate to Reiki, but just be sure that everything kind of gets synced up and listens to make sure there's not an overload. There's not too much here and too little there. And it's going to work not only to facilitate a harmonious session, but also your Reiki um, Reiki master is going to be able to tell you what happened and maybe make recommendations about things you could do to help your energy system be strong, stay strong. You know, I mean, really, there's a lot we can do as individuals. It takes some training. It takes training and discipline um, to take excellent care of your energy system. But it can be done. And, you know, you see, you ever see those people who just seem to breeze through life. They're happy. They're confident. They're just walking down the street. And you know that the world just unfolds for them perfectly. Those people usually have a really healthy energy body. Ah, uh, their system is aligned and attuned and balanced and and just flush with good health and good vibrations. You know, and uh, that can happen uh, for all of us. Our challenge now is that we're in such a machine time. There's the screen machine and the sound machine and the car machine, and all the infinite numbers of machines that draw us away from the magic in the deep stillness of country night. You know we have light pollution. We don't get to be dazzled by the by the jewels of the stars in the heavens anymore. The sky is, for many people, not all, but many many people, it's kind of some strange color now. It's not it's not a dark of night anymore. So now it's important that I talk to you a little bit about Reiki aftercare. So sometimes you get a massage and your massage therapist will tell you to drink lots of water. I'm going to tell you to do that too. Uh, Reiki energy healing uh, moves through us and releases and flushes and cleanses and purifies. It's not uncommon to break down crying in the middle of Reiki or break out laughing in the middle of Reiki or to have a spiritual insight or an awakening that you've been struggling for for months because obstacles, impediments, you know... uh, breaks in the chain of flow, all those kinds of things can be restored and so we often have an emotional reaction or a physical reaction to a Reiki treatment. Some people find that a little bit frightening at first, but it's really it's really normal if you think about it. You know, when we're excited our hearts beat faster, our bodies respond to to emotion and, and in that way they also respond to um energy universal life energy moving through the etheric and the chakra and the winds and the channels and so it's it's just normal to have feelings and experiences during and even after so it's taught that reiki unfolds a healing treatment a reiki session unfolds over a three-day period so you don't get all the blessing of the energy work in that 20 or 30 minutes of your treatment it's like uh, you know we drop a stone into a pond and there are ripples with reiki there are ripples of, of healing and restoration that go on after the session is over i, I think it's great to take notes you know, uh, for the three days following definitely excellent to stay hydrated but look and see you know if your thoughts change if your feelings change often the way people respond to you will change and that's going to be a topic of another podcast because it's important to master your energy body so that so that our interactions with others remain healthy and balanced and we say strong and not indifferent but but not overwhelmed by the language and the thoughts and the demands of the people that are in our lives we can retain our center of calm and balance no matter what's going on around us. In a healthy energy body and a healthy auric, you know, shell or membrane, oh, we'll have that help that help that be true. Over the course of the next three days you wanna be mindful. Take care of yourself. Nap if you're a napper. Or go to bed early if you feel like it because your body is indeed going through some changes your mind your spirit are also going through some changes and so taking notes is a good way just to stay on top of your progress uh... reiki is not something that we do every day you don't order it every day in fact uh... i was taught not to overdo not to do too much you know reiki so if a person is just uh... having reiki to improve their well-being once a week once every two weeks you know once every three weeks every four weeks you know it can be as you need it now if we're having a crisis of some kind then the frequency of the treatment can change based on you know the nature of the problem what's going on and and the desired outcome so aftercare means paying attention staying hydrated taking notes, if you like, and then maybe ordering a a follow-up session uh, to uh, solidify or to ensure that you keep or hold all the benefits of the previous treatment. So that's, uh, I think that's about it. I seem to do pretty well with an 18-minute podcast, guys. I I don't seem to have too much more to say after 18 minutes. So I'm going to thank you so much for listening. If you have uh, questions or you would like um, a podcast on a particular topic, please email me. You can uh, find me on my website, anngeorge.com. That's A N N George.com as it sounds. Uh, You can give me a call. I'm at US 904 993 7466. And I'm on WhatsApp if you want to reach me that way. You can find Ann George Studios Inc. on Facebook. I look forward to hearing from you. I really thank you for your kind attention to my podcast. You can order Ricky with me, of course, or right from my website there. Just click the book now button on the homepage. Off you go. Okay, thanks again, and bye for now.